What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 27, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, Justin, a.k.a. JMac, a.k.a. Founder Numero Uno, and I am joined today by my co-host, Mr. Popfly himself, Founder Numero Dos, Ben. I was um, driving home from Waffle House today. Baseball. Ben, what's going on, man? Well, I wish I could say that I was driving home from Waffle House today, but no, I had to make my own dinner. I didn't have to pay some meth heads to do it. Boy, fuck, like not even a minute in. That's nice. Hey, man, just trying to just trying to start it out. We have we have some special guests tonight, so I'm trying to make sure that we well we have one special guest tonight, so I'm trying to make sure that we impress him. But I'm you excited. know who else we have here, Justin? Who's that? All right. So if you look all the way up north in Alaska. <laughs> There's this whole school of salmon. It's Sam. Sam. Whoa. What's up, buddy? Uh, not much. Doing very well. I, I also made my own dinner. You made it? <laughs> I'm not a meth head. <laughs> Glad we established that. Yeah, well, well, I, th- I th- feel like we should have screened for that before we got a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. But it worked out okay. Well, we do well, have you- one more special visitor. Who's here? He's returning to us. And there's only one thing that could commemorate it, and I'm just going to go ahead for it. You ready? Yes, so ready. Jimmy Midtown. Jimmy Midtown. The man loves the mats better than the rest. Jimmy Midtown. Welcome, Jimmy, back to the show. Jimmy, what's going on, man? Wow. Thanks, thanks for having me. That was, uh, that was quite an intro. <laughs> that was awesome. Welcome back, Jimmy. We're glad to have you. How are you doing? Oh, you know, I've just, I don't know. My ass has been in the jackpot for the last two, two and a half <laughs> And, uh, you know, I just realized that uh, it, it was time to, to come back to wh- where it all started and, uh, you know, face the music and recognize that uh, this podcast probably did not cause the Mets downfall this season. We appreciate that. And when you were facing the music, you'd have no idea you get your own theme music to face. Yeah. Uh, Good point. Very very envious from my side of the computer right now. I mean, I definitely didn't even mean that pun when I said face the music, (laughs) uh, but it worked perfectly. Those are the good ones. Those are the good ones. Um, By the way, uh, I, I now I want to know because I'm really curious. We weren't planning on this, but what did everyone make for dinner if we're all not paying methods to do it? Justin? Burgers. Burgers. All right. Sam? I had a Korean taco stir fry. Okay. Jimmy? I no joke. I had a Korean pork burger. So really? Really kind of <laughs> blending of worlds. Just connecting the dots. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> now Weird. I, now I feel like an idiot because I made tortellini. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser not not related at all <laughs> that's incredible that's that's talk to us about that intro music how we gotta unpack this. yeah like is that your voice is this a computer voice what is going on so i ha- i had I, I, it was lucky enough that the uh sensibly loud band led by carlito happened to be in the house this week so they put yeah. a little put together a little jam uh they consulted with ben and uh and then they uh you know maybe did a little bit of auto tuning and whatnot uh, uh, I think we were lucky to get them back after their um, uh, after their New Zealand tour, but definitely happy to hear uh, the sax solo. Um, you know, Petey, he, he's he has he's been a little sick lately, but but he's doing better. Did you guys know that there's so there are random people in my phone that I have as Muppets? We, we I think we talked about this on an early episode, but Ben is in my phone as a Muppet that plays the saxophone for some reason. Like the picture of him? Yeah. Yeah, wow. That, that's my name. It's just confusing as hell. <laughs> oh, the Muppet that plays the saxophone texted, hey, when are we going to record? <laughs> hey, speaking of weird things that are in their phone, um, either we need to hurry up and get Justin a like trophy or a medal, or someone needs to uninstall Twitter from his phone. Uh, Justin sent me a text earlier. He got into it again. Founder numero uno decided to start picking fights with um, pop rock bands from the late 90s. Justin, why are you fighting with Smash Mouth? I would like to be very clear here. I did not seek Smash Mouth out. 
so you did the first time though, right? Because this is no, this is your second no, row. With this me. is not that. That's not what happened. What happened was that I tweeted about Pablo F. Sandoval, which is now my name for what? him, Pablo F. Sandoval. Tweeted about him because he had signed that free agent deal back in, or uh, like uh, the free agent minimum, veteran minimum deal or whatever, back in San Francisco a couple years ago. I had some hot sports opinions about that. So, I mean, because we're, you know, my team's paying him $22 million to fucking like photos on Instagram. Sure. And so um, I said something about it. And Smash Mouth, like, I don't know if they were like, like, I, I probably hashtagged it something like SF Giants, so, you know, something like that, because I guess they're from the Bay Area and like saw this. Okay. And like, I don't know for whatever reason, and like fired back at me about it and were like, well, you know, like, we basically got this World Series caliber player and your team's paying it, so who's the idiot? Blah, 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 blah. And I responded with something like, why don't you go sing fucking All-Star or something like that? Love it. Right? That was the end of it. Yeah. Well, then yeah. the other night, I tweeted something else about him. It was whenever he hit that home, uh, the home run off of Clay Buckholz and Smash Mouth had tweeted about it. And so I said something about it. And then like, so that was like a week ago because we recorded a show like yeah. since then, I'm pretty sure. If not two shows. I think it was just one though. But anyway, um, they saw this again, and I guess, like, took issue again, and was just like, uh, let me see exactly what they said. Hold on, let me find it. I mean, you're definitely fighting an uphill battle if you're saying something shitty about him after he hits a, a home run. <laughs> you, don't you bring, yeah, don't you bring fucking logic into this. This is about feelings, okay, Sam? <laughs> Okay, so while, while Justin's scrolling through the old Twitter, uh, wonderful plug. Make sure to follow us. We are at OutfielderPod on Twitter. So uh, if you want some good old hot sports opinions or to um, fight with the people who covered I Saw I saw Her Face, Now I'm a Believer, um, you know, make sure, to, make sure to check us out. Yeah, Justin, uh, I'd like to recommend that potentially you loop in some other 90s bands maybe next time you tweet something bad about pablo f sandoval maybe just tweet at hansen and see if they have any thoughts <laughs> oh they'll oh, probably stop you right back here it is it took me forever to because i i ended up ultimately deleting it because it just pissed me off so much they said stop complaining he's in the right place and then use the panda emoji Ooh, what yeah like my question is, does Smash Mouth not have something else better to do? I don't think they do. Clearly I was not. At Wikipedia, and they are set to release an acoustic re-recording of their debut album sometime in 2017. So uh, <laughs> they're a little bit behind. Well, fuck them. That's all I can they're, say. They're artists, Jimmy. Let and, them work. And again, I didn't, I didn't reach out to them. If I'd be tweeting shit at them... I, it's fair game. They can talk all the shit they want back to me. But it says in my Twitter bio, I'm not here to argue, and I mean that. So I don't <laughs> talk shit about people like Smash Mouth because I don't fucking care about their 90s, you know, wannabe bullshit. You didn't and, tell them, so don't delay, act now. Supplies are running out. But now if you're still alive, six to eight years to arrive. No, no one? Walking on the sun? It's like their first can, any, can anyone name one part of one person's name that's part of that band? No. That this is this is how little of a, a shit I give on this. Isn't the dude from Dives Diners and Drives or whatever in there? Don't yeah, you Guy speak Fieri. about Guy Fieri like that? <laughs> That's an asshole thing to say about Guy Fieri, pal. Yeah. Hold on. He is a so, saint. When did this podcast become pro Guy Fieri? Because I feel like it's Thunder Numero Dose. I should have some weight in this. <laughs> you got outweighed, pal. You brought that to a show with three other people against you. <laughs> oh no. So all three of you are in love with Guy Fieri? Really just flavor town. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't oh, say in love. And love's not the right word. But I like Guy Fieri. We revere him. <laughs> sure. All right. So oh, I'll jump on that train. Make sure that, that, that y'all tweeted him or something. That he, he needs to come on this and let us know if he likes baseball. Someone make that happen. Interns, where are my interns? Yeah, where are the interns? Seems like a Cardinals fan. <laughs> what does that mean? Scum. Just think about it, Sam. Think about it. Well, don't don't go too because I, I definitely dislike the Cardinals. But uh, recently, I thought about it's time to try to tweet uh, John Hamm and get him on the show. Mm. He's a big Cardinals fan, which is regrettable. 
It is regrettable. I feel like we're, we could potentially make fun of the guy. We should be careful. Well, I don't with this. want to. Like, uh, you know, Madman was great. We were just having a Madman discussion before we uh, started the show. Yeah, I wasn't part of it. No, I you were not. Um, all right, Ben, who's sponsoring the pod today? Oh, let me check uh, check the old um, computer here. Tired of having to mail documents to get them across the country? Do you wish that there was a fast way to send paperwork for generic business things? Try Sandy Co-Facsimile, transmitting your documents at the speed of a landline phone. Just remember, close for the Sabbath and all high holidays. Back to you, Justin. <laughs> Whoa. Wow, that was incredible. <laughs> I didn't know where you were headed with that one. Uh, yeah, shout out to grounds crew member Jeff W from uh, Ohio dropping in that suggestion for me. So definitely, thank you so much, Jeff the pirate fan. Oh, you know what they say about people in Pittsburgh? What? Buddy else was kind of uh, playing in the mud or whatever the fuck they do in <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> Why did we go so hard against Pittsburgh last episode? I don't remember. I don't believe that I was, was we. I believe that was one of us. <laughs> I wasn't even drinking. I don't know why that happened. <laughs> It was incredible, nonetheless. We wouldn't have that great piece of audio if not. Um, oh, all right. Well, I think it's time for our next segment. What do you think, Ben? Perfect. Uh, time to bring on everyone's favorite segment. Around the Diamond. That's right, cats and kittens, where we go from east to west, from American to national, and bring you up to speed on what is going on in the biggest of leagues. Justin, what do you got for us? All right. The Yankees are at 46 and 21, the Red Sox at 49 and 24, the Rays 33 and 38, Toronto 33 and 38, and Baltimore 20 and 50. Jimmy, why don't you get us started? I don't know. Everything sucks. (laughs) (laughs) The real big fish song? Yeah. No, I don't know. I I don't pay a lot of attention to the AL East anymore. The Yankees are killing my soul. Uh, They took two of three from the Mets a couple weeks ago. I didn't even go to the game. I sold my tickets. Uh, you probably made some money there, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't help. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, every, everybody's good. Mets stink. That's my summary so far of the AL East. Everybody's good, he says, with the Baltimore Orioles hanging out at 20 and 50. Everyone's <laughs> good. Mets stink. No, um, I think um, I'm just really interested to see the next time that Boston plays New York. I think that that's going to be a really good series. And that'll help um, even out because they split last time, right, Justin? Yep. Okay. The Red Sox have split all those big series. They split against the Astros. They split against Seattle this past weekend. It's interesting. You. Sam, Justin, y'all have any hot sports opinions? Uh, I just like to point out that the Baltimore Baltimore Orioles are twenty-seven and a half games back. <laughs> God, that's, that's like horseshit. a lot of games. It's a lot of games. I don't think that they're going to be making the charge anytime soon. I did hear. <laughs> that Baltimore wanted for Machado, they wanted Rafael Devers, which as much as he's frustrated me this year, just being a young end and making a lot of errors, he also hits piss missiles as well. So like, I'm, I'm good with that, you know? Um, but the errors definitely suck and they're hard to watch. Yeah, that'd be a hell of an endeavor. Ooh. God. Yep, there it is. I knew I had to get him out. It's it's evening here in Texas, and the crickets are out. <laughs> hey, not all of us are in Texas, pal. I know. We, uh, by the way, for those that don't know, of our wonderful, um, you know, our third host is located in good old Hotlanta himself, and Jimmy is phoning us in from Manhattan. Isn't that right, Jimmy? That's right. Right in Midtown, just like the name suggests. Don't make Perfect. me play the song again. Please don't. <laughs> it's 30 seconds ready. of ridiculousness. You sent me a message at work making sure I was ready, and I was not ready. <laughs> I guess shout out to the Rays for getting bullpen of the week. They posted a 1 4 5 ERA. Hey. Woo hoo. There's still 12 and a half games. That was a thing. Still 12 and a half games out. It weirds me out that the Red Sox have 49 wins, the Yankees have 46, but since Boston has three more losses their win percentage is less. That weird, weirds me out. I don't like it. But that's okay. Numbers. How do they work? I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. I use my four function only, sir. Yeah, I think um, it'll come out in the wash. Yeah. They, they've got more games to play. Yeah. They're going to lose probably one of them. 
I was really happy that, uh, Jimmy, you had mentioned that Yankees-Mets series. I was really happy that uh, the Mets beat them on Sunday night baseball at the minimum. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees, they're, you know, they've had this whole thing where they're complaining that they have to play so often on Sunday night because Ooh. everyone is just so interested in watching them. So it was nice to to get that one if we were only going to get one of three. And, uh, and to beat Severino was pretty nice, too. A rare feat, for sure. Yeah. Sam, What's going what... on with Toronto? I don't feel like we talk about them. They're probably not worth talking about, but I have done, like, I don't know what's going on with them. They, you know, they were good a couple of years ago. They were. They, I think they just have too much of an expensive payroll for not enough anymore at this point. And the, like losing Encarnacion probably yeah. hurt them way more than they anticipated. And Donaldson, I'm just dragging his dead corpse through the gutter with my fantasy team right now. Dude, it's like you got to let him go. Off. You just got to put him out of his misery. He's about to come back. I can't let him go. I've dragged him for so long. And he'll be hurt in like a week. It's always those damn cabs of his. <laughs> very pronounced very pronounced nice and defined very tight always they, they are very nice tight. calves <laughs> do you have a thing for legs sam i do not we're talking about josh donaldson oh okay <laughs> all right let's move on to the central in something to mark <laughs> let's move on to the central that that spiraled out of control fast um cleveland is at 37 33 Detroit 36 and 37, Minnesota 31 and 37, the White Sox at 24 and 46, and the Royals at 22 and 49. Sam, won't you kick us off this time? Yeah, right where we should be, I think, in terms of the placement of all these teams. I think I've been watching some Detroit ball because, as Justin has said a number of times, they're kind of fun to watch. So I was like looking for a way to prove him wrong, but I. I <laughs> I am, in fact, wrong because they are fun to watch, and they've been winning a lot of baseball games. I think they could probably put a move on Cleveland here in the next week and a half or so. I would love that. But um, Minnesota, they're still really bad. White Sox, uh, like, atrocious. And then Kansas City is just in the gutter. I think um, the White Sox have a pitcher named Covey, I think, and he laid down a really good start on your Boston Red Sox, Justin. And he's been pitching really well. He just kind of came out of nowhere and put strung together a couple of really nice starts for the Sox, White Sox. Yeah, I, I know. It was not their finest series. At least they turned around and swept Baltimore after that. Made me feel a little bit better, you know, just beating up on the underdog. I think it's interesting that on this podcast, we've, by my estimation unfairly, but by y'all's estimation totally fairly, beaten up on the Dodgers a lot. Right now, the first-place Indians have the exact same record as the second-place Dodgers, who we'll get to in a little bit. So I just think that that's interesting to talk about team dynamics because, as we said last week, Cleveland's starting to kind of figure it out, maybe? Um, but y'all are just super quick to drop a deuce on Los Angeles. They're not going to win the World Series, dude. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, we all, we all kind of thought they were going to be in the mix going into the year, so it's like... Yeah, I mean, they're, they're very lucky to be playing in such a bad division. So true. So true. We'll get there in a minute, though. Uh, any other thoughts on the Central? Jimmy, you got anything? I mean, I think uh, considering how depressed I am about the Mets, it's always kind of heartening to see just how bad the Royals are now. Um, <laughs> they're one in, one in nine in their last ten, which, you know, I don't, uh, I don't hold grudges, but I'm glad they suck. Yeah, that's... Quite the grudge you're not holding. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, all right, let's move on to the West. Houston is at 48 and 25. Seattle, 46 and 26. The Angels at 38 and 34. Oakland at 36 and 36. And Texas at 29 and 44. Ben, why don't you start us off? Yeah, so uh, Texas has finally won two in a row, snapping their lose streak. They've they're three and seven in their last 10. Um, I actually want to do a shout out to our very own founder, numero uno, Justin, uh, wrote a blog published either yesterday or today about are the Mariners for real, um, especially after their series against Boston. And uh, I kind of want to know, if Justin, if you'll expound on that just a little bit. So first of, of all, I'm glad you brought this up because Sam disagrees with me on this. Good. Well, let's get into a battle royale. Sam, do you want to start? Yeah, so Justin is going to try and make a point that they've had a lot of really fluky wins. And I'd like to say that while the wins were fluky, their win percentage is above any team in the NL. 
So even if you take like maybe half of those so-called fluke wins, wherever the fuck we draw the line on that, um, they're still a really good ball club. They can hit the shit out of the ball and they're pitching really well. I think if you watch them play, you're not going to say that um, they're a bad ball club. I don't expect them to win the division, but I don't think it's an accident that they're, that they're in second place right now, just behind the Astros. So to be clear, I didn't say they stink. I didn't say they play bad baseball. The actual last line of that blog was, if I were a Mariners fan, I would be cautiously optimistic and patient. It does seem like they are building a good thing in Seattle. I just wouldn't count on it lasting in 2018. What, you're, you're expecting me to have re- read your fucking blog? I didn't do that. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> so, I didn't say that they stink. I just said that they may... I, I don't think... I think it's kind of... It's not necessarily that it's completely fluky all the way around. It's just that I don't know if they're there yet kind of thing. Yeah. Like, but they're getting there. Like, they look better than Seattle's looked in a quite some time. Definitely. Do we have any Otani updates from the Angels? Yeah. He's got... Uh, oh, go, oh ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead, Jimmy. Um, <clears throat> they announced about an hour ago that he's going to uh, get reevaluated in two to three weeks. So, um, as I know from uh, extensive... Tommy John scares and then surgeries uh, among my favorite pitchers. Uh, they're, they're definitely just trying to hold out and see if they can avoid doing this because he'll probably have to miss, I think they were saying like two years yeah. um, if he gets it. So, um, you know, what's, what's another couple weeks if you can somehow get out of it? True. Maybe he'll be ready to sign for the Rangers in 2020. <laughs> Sam? All healed up and ready to go. How do you feel about that? If we signed Otani, yes. post Tommy John, yeah, uh, I'm in. Yeah, why not? You'd have to be. Well, you know, there's just nowhere for us to go but up. I mean, the Rangers got uh, Elvis Andrews back today, which is great, um, but we're still going to lose all of the baseball games. That all of them. so Sam was in town at, in Dallas this weekend, so I, we were talking, and um, it, that was a like it seemed like that was going to be kind of a fun spirited Colorado series this weekend whenever they were here and um they like it was I think it was the game on Saturday that Saturday night where they were up like or maybe been Friday night actually but they were up like 6 to 3 and then blew it in like the 8th and ninth inning or something like that it's just uh tough to watch yeah i want to say they ended up taking they either split or took two or three of them, but definitely was, um, you know, decent baseball from as far as the Rangers are concerned, which is uh, hard to do. So the Rockies won the first game nine to five Rangers five to two on Saturday. And then yesterday as my father's day present, the Rangers won 13 to 12. That's a nail biter. That's a good old fashioned Texas Rangers baseball game where it's just like, let's score as many runs as humanly possible and not worry about pitching at all. <laughs> Don't they hold the record for like the most runs scored in a game or something like that? Wasn't there some yeah, like. We ha- I, was, I was at a game where they scored, so I think it was like 22 or maybe even like 32 runs against the Orioles. Jeez. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. It was crazy. We had A Rod and like just all these crazy home run hitters. So you had A-Rod, and that was three-quarters of the payroll, right? That sounds about right. Yeah, the math checks out. <laughs> uh, so I figured a uh, record um, most games, most runs in a game currently was game one, Texas and Baltimore, uh, August twenty second, 2007. There you go. 30 runs. We know what Sam was doing that day. Yeah, it was just like there, man. <laughs> <laughs> just in the thick of it. <laughs> Have you been hanging out with the guys down in creative? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Our lawyer was down there. Get him back up here. We're going to need him when we write some more blogs. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's move on to the National League. This is where I'm excited to hear Jimmy's thoughts. Uh, Atlanta is at 42 and 29. Washington, 37 and 31. Philadelphia, 37 and 32. Uh, the Mets, 30 and 38. And Miami, 28 and 44. Jimmy, kick us off, pal. Uh, um, man, a lot has changed since I was last on the show. Um, sure has. But, yeah, I mean, the Braves are, you know, they've, they've got a really good farm system. It's not really a shock that they've turned out to be this good. I, I think when we did our prediction show at the start of the year, I just kind of figured they would take another year or two to get it together. Agreed. Um, 
but <clears throat> yeah, man, they're really good. Uh, I think uh, I was maybe a little bit correct in saying that I didn't think the Nats were going to be quite as good as everybody thought, and they have uh, struggled a bit. Still, um, yeah. I, I still think that Gabe Kapler is a crazy person, and <laughs> that is going to come back to bite the Phillies in the long run. Um, the Marlins are really bad, uh, which I think we all thought. Um, man, the Mets, it's really been quite a tough run the last, uh, especially like the last couple weeks, because our pitching has been really, really good. Uh, I think that I saw a stat the other day that the Mets had the lowest starter ERA in baseball over the last like 20 games, but they somehow had the worst record. It's so <laughs> uh, wild. Which is just, yeah, <laughs> it's just, it really makes no sense at all. And like, like the starting pitching has been really good. We just have so many terrible players out on the field uh, at various positions. And you really can't win when you trot out guys who were good in 2013 uh, when the year is 2018. Correct. What's the status of um, like, so is Cespedes going to be back soon? I don't know. So he, he had like a rehab start for the Binghamton rumble ponies on uh, <laughs> over the weekend. Um, that's our double a affiliate. And uh his quad tweaked him again. And now he's, so everyone thought that like, this would be, you know, he'd have a couple rehab starts. He'd come back um, any day now. And now that he, he tweaked, you know, his quad uh, there's, there's no timetable. So I'm just going to guess that he's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Is he on like one of those short-term deals? Now they signed him to a five-year deal oh, a couple years ago. Of course they did. Um, so he, he's probably got three years left on that. So, um, which is, is looking pretty daunting now. Well, I guess in that scenario, what, what do you prefer they do with him at this point? Just shut him down for a while? <clears throat> I mean, I think that like the, these quad injuries, they, they can linger. So they probably have to just keep him shut down until he can actually come back. Um, I don't really know how much trade value he has uh, given his injury history. Um, you know, maybe he comes back and figures it out and stays healthy. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's looking like a, a very poor investment at this point. I mean, at some point, like they're going to have to keep place a place for Nemo and all that. So, I mean, yeah, that's like a big problem is, uh, it turns out our two best young hitters both play outfield. And then we also happen to have a couple of old guys who are hurt all the time who also play outfield. And, uh, <laughs> so, so like Conforto and Nemo seem like pretty solid pieces to build around uh, for the future. But Cespedes and Jay Bruce are getting paid a lot of money to not really perform. And so sure. I, I don't know what they're going to do, uh, but they got to figure something out. Makes sense. Makes sense. Sam, what are your thoughts on the division? Yeah. So um, Atlanta's three and a half games up on the Nats, which is not where I expected them to be. Um, as the listeners probably know, I put 20, no, I put $50 on, um, the, uh, the uh, Braves to not even make the playoffs because I do not think that they are uh, well-equipped to make it through the whole season in first place when you got a team like the Nats on your heels. Um, so t- for me, this is a win-win. Like, if I win the bet, I win $50, which is great, and then I get to drink the tears of all the Atlanta people here who are not true baseball fans. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if Atlanta does make it to the playoffs, then I get playoff baseball atmosphere here, and I can potentially go to a game. That would be really cool. A side note, I got a Freddie Freeman bobblehead from the game on Friday night that I wasn't even there for. (laughs) Wait a minute. How'd that work? Okay. Well, let me tell you how it (laughs) works. Um, I have a collection of bobbleheads around my desk at work. And one of the engineers, we had a a company outing to go to the Braves game. I missed it because I was in Dallas for a wedding. One of the engineers gave me his bobblehead because he's not going to use it. He's like, I saw all your things. Here's a bobblehead. And he goes, you owe me. And I'm like, I, yeah, that's fine. It's a really nice bobblehead. Uh, we got Freddie Freeman doing the stretch uh, outward oh. to catch a ball while he's sitting on first base. Okay. Really nice bobblehead. So, Not bad. You know, they're my adopted team. I still don't believe in them entirely, but it is, it's fun. It's a fun ride. <laughs> they're my adopted team, but I still don't believe in them. I love that. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Ben, what are your thoughts on the division? I think that it's good that we're kind of starting to see um, normalization where, we're, you know, people starting to put some room in there. 
I couldn't agree more with uh, what Jimmy said about Gabe Kapler and the Phillies. And um, I just absolutely love the joke that you made last episode, Justin. Oh, you mean this one? So I know it's not Gabe Kapler because whatever that guy puts in his body probably goes on his website. Yes. Uh, I was laughing about that for like three days. Um, Anyway, I totally think, um, you know, I I feel bad, Jimmy, but I also think that longer term, the Mets are still, you know, this is going to sound bad, but they could be in worse shape. You know what I mean? You you do have some talent, um, you know, in some pretty good positions where you need the talent. So I think bit by bit, there's just... um, I don't know. It, it's going to be rough for you, but it'll get worse before it gets better, but it will get better. Jimmy, the one Thanks. thing that I did notice is that the guy that they traded Matt Harvey, the catcher, uh, what's his name? Uh, Devin Mezzarocco. Mezzarocco, yeah. He seems like he's pretty legit, or at least okay. Yeah, yeah he's not bad. Um, you know, it's a... Who who were the Mets rumored to be trading Harvey for on the Red Sox like three years ago? Oh, shit. Jackie I don't Bradley even... Jr.? Yeah, which yeah. honestly may still be a de- decent value considering that guy's hitting like 187. But yeah, I think I think at the time the Mets wanted Jackie Riley Jr. and Xander Bogarts. So <laughs> and times of James Dombrowski laughed in his, in their face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, that was a very real thing at the time because that was like before they traded for Chris Sale. So they yeah. only had like David Price leading things, and then that was he was probably off playing Fortnite somewhere or something, and we all know how that ended. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, speaking of Fortnite, uh, I learned today that my wife was more familiar with Fort- Fortnite than I was. I heard something about it on a podcast this weekend. I was like, so I guess it's like a big thing. We talked about it on the podcast. And she was like, yeah, everyone knows what Fortnite is. And I was like, dang it. <laughs> Schooled by his wife. Yep. Love it. So I think Devin Mezzarocco is my piece of shit for the episode. Oh. Um, <laughs> we need I a can. sponsor for this segment. Yeah. It's if this I can, segment. He's my piece of shit for, like, for the episode. Moments. Go for it. Um, the last time he played over 100 games was 2014. That was his only good season. He played 114 games and hit 25 home runs. Since then, he's never uh, played in more than 60 games. Oof. I didn't or realize he had been around that long. Yeah, he's not. He's been not good for a really long time. <laughs> but he was better. He's probably an upgrade from the situation they had, which was like nobody. It is an upgrade. He's super injury prone. So, I mean, I guess call back Jose Lobatone. <laughs> <laughs> Too many Jose's. Yeah. Well, I used Devin Mezzarocco as my piece of shit of the episode before. Have you? It's very possible. No, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think so. You need more rage, Sam. I don't think very highly of that person. <laughs> or his ability to play baseball. I'm sure he's a fine human. That's going to be our new, uh, new segment. We're adding that next time is Sam's piece of shit corner. I love it. <laughs> the rage. Uh, I don't really have rage anymore because um, my book. It's <laughs> a good answer. Yeah, that's how you know we're all we're all getting older. Unless you're driving down the highway, then all bets are off. I went to the doctor last week, and uh, yeah, exactly. When I'm driving, I went to the doctor last week, and I have quote unquote beautiful blood pressure. Ooh, someone Just really, really scenic. I'll yes. take it. <laughs> so picturesque this yes. blood pressure here and if you look to your left you can see his blood sugar levels <laughs> boy that's wild well i'm glad that you're uh not raging necessarily but uh we'll, we'll figure out some fun stuff for sam's piece of shit corner um all right let's finish up the standings so we have uh this nl central we have milwaukee at 42 and 29 uh chicago at 40 and 28 St. Louis 37 and 32, Pittsburgh 35 and 36, Cincinnati 26 and 45. Ben, start us off. Uh, definitely, definitely surprised to see that Cincinnati, for as bad as they are, they're now no longer the worst team in the league. They're no longer the second worst team in the league. They have climbed up in the scale of mediocrity to be beating both the White Sox and the Royals at the record of 26 and 45. We all know it's going to be a rebuild for them, but hey, at least they can be fodder for the rest of the National League for the rest of the year. Uh, Brew Crew still hanging on, but I'm impressed by Chicago's... um, Stop fist bumping, Justin. Never. (laughs) We're not in college anymore. (laughs) I was right. Um, No, so I think that Chicago's really, really climbing it up, but Milwaukee is, is holding ground. You know, they have a half game up on them right now. 
But once again, I pointed out about five weeks ago, Chicago is just killing it in their run differential. Still the best in the National League at a positive 95, 337 runs scored, 242 runs against. So their bats are working and their pitching is not half bad. And when you have that going on, especially in a National League club or in a National League park, you know, things are going to start going well. Okay. Did you hear that, Sam, you might have heard about this, Jimmy, too, but uh, that Javi Baez struck out for the fourth time the other day? Or no, I'm sorry, he walked for the fourth time. Not struck out, walked. Excuse me. Ooh, what would be what would be more impressive to you if somebody only had four strikeouts this season or only had four walks? Um, uh, four strikeouts would be more impressive to me. Yeah, because the, the we're in yeah. uh, an era of such power pitching where there's so many guys who can just strike anybody out. To only yeah. strike out four times would be super impressive. Yeah, I believe that. Still, it's weird. It's it's a weird stat. It's a Along, good little factoid. We're like 72 games into this season or something like that. Yeah. That's crazy. Along those lines, does anybody know the uh, season low number of strikeouts for a hitter? Uh, hmm. Did they have to play the full season? Because so far I've never struck out in the major leagues. Among qualified MLB <laughs> oh, okay. people. Did, uh, hmm. Is Was it, it like Ted Williams with like seven? I forgot the guy's name, but I know the number. Okay. What, what is it? <laughs> was it seven? It's three. It really oh. sounded like you had looked this up. I was really... I know. I was I about to ask you, like, can I get a year? Can I get... Nope. Just three. Okay, okay, listeners. There. Here's the problem. I've got two work pads at work. One is for work <laughs> things, and one is for baseball things. The baseball things work pad is still at work. So all this awesome content that I had written down, all my in-depth research... Is sitting in my office. It's three miles away. How am I supposed to get it? Wait. So oh. you you had written that out for this show? Oh yes. So I found it for you. Uh, fewest strikeouts in a season. Uh, you actually, God, this sob did it twice. His name's Joe Sewell. He played for Cleveland, and he struck out four times in 1925, and he again only struck out four times in 1929. Oh, he was having a roaring time. Now, let me ask you, Ben, were they still the Cleveland Indians or is this in an era where they were like the Cleveland Cricketeers or something? <laughs> uh, I can almost guarantee you that Cleveland has been the Indians like the whole time, but I am all about the weird team names in history, as I'm sure that this uh, this podcast has proven. Uh, back in 29, they definitely, they've been the Indians since 1915. Prior to that, they were the Cleveland Naps, the Cleveland Broncos, the Cleveland Bluebirds, the Cleveland Lake Shores, and then all the way back 1894 to 1899, they were the Grand Rapids Rustlers. Ooh. Uh, Cleveland Indians, inappropriate name since 1915. That's right. I'm going to put that on their hoodie. (laughs) we should come up with an alternate team name for that for that city. Hey, there you go. Um, the Cleveland Carries about Drew Carey. Ooh, yeah, Cleveland does not rock Drew Carey. <laughs> That's all I know. I've never been to Cleveland. Have either of y'all ever been there? I, I have. The Cleveland Morbid Obesity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimmy. Oh, that's gold. Cleveland morbid obesity. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you uh, can't... Hey, by the way, y'all want to know who has the most strikeouts in a, in a season while I have it up? Uh, it's not Joey Gallo yet, I bet. Well, he's probably well on his way. Uh, Adam Dunn. Ooh. That would have been my first real guess. 199, uh, Adam Dunn and Ryan Howard. Do you know that uh, the best hitter against Clayton Kershaw is Adam Dunn? Really? Yes, that's a, that's he crushes Adam Dunn. He has like a sixteen hundred OPS. Those kinds of like fluky things are so weird sometimes. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think that about wraps up the NL Central. Justin, where should we go next? Uh, let's finish off with the West. So Arizona is at thirty nine and thirty two. The Dodgers thirty seven and thirty three. The Giants at thirty five and thirty seven. Colorado at thirty four and thirty seven. And San Diego at 34 and 40. Jimmy, why don't you start us off? Well, 
the Mets actually took two of three from the Diamondbacks this weekend. So that was, that was huge for us. Um, or maybe they split. I don't know. It's all a blur now. But, <laughs> <laughs> they're seven to three I mean, of their last 10 Arizona. Yeah. So. I mean, they're, they're really good. And, and Goldschmidt, holy shit. He has really picked it up in the last few weeks. For sure. Um, I feel like he, he probably was worried that his team was going to be playing for the snowbirds. Um, really <laughs> get his act back together. <laughs> That was such a weird thing that Ben said. <laughs> hey, it, you know what? Our listeners remembered it, so screw you. Good point. Yeah, super memorable. Good point. Thank you. I need to bring Jimmy on more because I get a confidence boost. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. He's siding with you. Sam and I are too likely to side with each other. Yeah, I get it. It's a good old-fashioned square off. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but they're still 7-3 to three of their last 10, Arizona is. So, I mean... Not not too bad, and like you said, Sam got Paul Goldschmidt's attention because as soon as you talked about it, went went to went through the roof. Yeah, huge for me. I have him in fantasy. It's been great. Didn't do you much good last week. No, that's unfortunate. It's you and me this week, buddy. I know. So watch out. Okay, I'll be waiting. <laughs> Sam, what are your thoughts on this division? Mm, my thoughts on this division. Uh, glad to see Arizona still on top. I like watching them play. Um, kind of surprised. I thought I saw a spark in the Dodgers in the last couple of weeks. Um, I mean, they're seven and three of their last 10. I kind of still expect them to put up a fight and I just don't, I don't know how this division is going to shake out, but I assume it's going to be between the Dodgers, um, and the Diamondbacks, uh, kind of sad, honestly, to see Colorado not doing so well. I really like watching them play as well. They have a very potent offense traditionally, um, I'm not sure what their deal is this year. I mean, it's probably a combination of um, pitching and then also having to play half your games at Coors Field. Yeah. Well, I think part of it, um, you know, with Colorado, they've seemed rather streaky, like just super highs and then super lows. Uh, But I guess, Sam, what odds will you give me that the Dodgers will be at the top of the West by the All-Star break? Um, what, how does one say odds? I'm I have no a, idea. I, it's I like a baseball thing to say seven and eight thirteenths out of yes. two and one third. Okay. Good. I don't think uh, that's how do, it. How do we factor pie in? <laughs> <laughs> Let's, we'll send that down to the, the number crunchers, the interns, and we'll get back to them. All right. They Where are those interns? Yes. <laughs> Careful. We really got to rethink our seating in this yeah. tower. The, putting creative as the centerpiece of everything is just really getting in the way. Uh, you got yeah, walls, and you got to check their math. That's right. I uh, I definitely like Sam and disappointed to see that Colorado has just sort of shit all over themselves. They're two of eight in their last ten, uh, especially after a series against the Rangers. I kind of figured. I mean, they picked up two of those wins, but that's about it. So I mean, the rest of it is kind of history as far as that goes. But I just I don't know. I, I don't know what their deal is necessarily either. I feel like their offense is really potent i'm not really sure where trevor story is in the mix of all this at this time uh but nolan arenado is doing his thing as usual quietly uh albeit but uh sam there's probably a lot to that though as far as pitching at cores and all that so not too surprised the giants seem to be piddling along like they have uh i really have not watched a ton of dodgers baseball because quite frankly it's just been a fucking circus and i'm not (laughs) too interested in it but i will check into it and i will get back to the grounds crew after this episode. So are you like that with both Los Angeles teams, both the Dodgers and the angels you you kind of won't put up with. I don't like 10 PM baseball, pal. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm in my thirties now. That's past my bedtime. Yeah. Yeah, The fact that the Red Sox played that Seattle series on the West coast this weekend was just fucking hell for me, but (laughs) that's all right. I'm glad that you survived. I did survive. Any other thoughts, guys? Johnny Cueto throwing live batting practice today so he might be coming back soon for the giants god he just hasn't been nearly as good as he was whenever they got him originally no did they sign him they did right yeah i mean he he was he he had a good run with them uh in 2016 yeah because he was on he was on the royals in 2015 and then um 2016 they they made a run they lost to the cubs in the nlcs and he was pretty solid for them but Last year, not so much. Did they move him and Araldis in the same year, Cincinnati? Uh, I don't know. Did they? Maybe. Maybe not. Anyway, uh, 
But yeah, that was, I, I feel like they definitely got like the best out of him whenever they signed him originally, but it seems like there's been a lot of injury since. Yeah. Well, can I, I segue into something nice into our next segment that is kind of related to the NL West? Perfect segue. Let's do so it. This is my favorite baseball-related thing that happened this week. Uh, by the way, runner-up in that category, on Saturday's baseball broadcast of the Ranger game, uh, I just caught the last pitch in, in my car, and the announcer says, some fans starting to stand. Others too exhausted. Like and that was his <laughs> his announcement for as who was or wasn't standing up as they were about to beat the Rockies. That's, anyway, that's my second favorite baseball thing I heard this week. Okay. Uh, favorite thing though, Dodgers have a double A affiliate in the city of Tulsa in the terrible state of Oklahoma, the Tulsa Drillers, and they were hosting a Bark in the Park event, and some uh, videos got viral of. Uh, one dog looks to be some sort of a German shepherd uh, getting loose on the field and going to uh, shag some shag some grounders. Y'all see this? Yep. I didn't. Excellent. Briefly. I but love the yeah. idea, but like at a certain point, where do the dogs pee? <laughs> that was a beautifully timed drop, Justin. You get certain bonus points on that. Um, I was hoping I'd get to use that again at some point. Yes, uh, I love all things dog and all things baseball. So when you put the two together, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. So weren't they like they had the dogs down on the field because it was bark in the park, right? Yeah, I, I don't know why they and, did that. I mean, that was the first thing well, my wife says, like, why are the dogs on the field? Well, I think that was kind of either a pregame or between inning thing. And so they were, you know, the, the infielders were just throwing the ball to each other, kind of getting warmed up and everything. So I believe it must have been before the game started and the German Shepherd just saw the ball and just took off after it. Yeah, that's what I would do if I was a German Shepherd. What a good boy. Thank you. <laughs> How am I supposed to feel about that? I don't know. Um, you tell me. Another good one is, so everyone was like retweeting the same video and even like the Tulsa Drillers then came out and released their own video of it. But it looks like the uh, the person who initially tweeted the video that went viral, um, the individual's name, tell me if you think this is made up, it's Harold R, and then it's I don't I don't want to mispronounce it. It's K U N T Z. Yikes! Everyone knows that's Koontz. Koontz. Okay, that's yeah. good. All right. <laughs> anyway, just uh, wanted to know that what uh, fifty six hundred nine people retweeted that gorgeous fake name. <laughs> Did you Perfect. send it to Smash Mouth? Uh, not yet. How about <laughs> Hanson? Ah, there you go. Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> all brilliant suggestions all brilliant suggestions um did you chumbawamba probably just avoids twitter altogether but you probably <laughs> could have said that about smash mouth you I, you would one would think that's for sure uh did you guys see that uh right before we came on the air that uh kelvin herrera was traded to the nationals yeah i did see that i'm super surprised because uh, sean doodlittle has been doing a really good job um, for the Nats thus far, I think he just locked down like his 20th save or something earlier during the first part of their doubleheader against the Yankees. Um, so they must need a setup guy, or maybe they'll push push Doolittle down to the setup role. I really don't know, but um, I guess it's never a bad move to strengthen your bullpen. Um, yeah. But yeah. I'm sure they got yeah, peanuts for it. Yeah. The the Nats bullpen has always been like their Achilles heel too. Like they've the the year that uh, in 2015, when the Mets beat them for the division, that was the year that Papelbon choked out Bryce Harper. And uh, um, basically, I mean, basically, like they just every year seem to not have a, a stable bullpen, which really stinks when you consider how good their their starting pitching is. So um, good for them for for being proactive, I guess. Was anybody surprised whenever Papelbon did that? Not at all. Not even a little bit, right? We're talking I mean, about the same talking... guy. Oh, go ahead, Sam. Talking about two of the biggest assholes in baseball. Yeah. Papelbon and Bryce Harper. Um, that's like the finest vintage of, of Washington Nationals that I know of. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a guy that literally came off the mound and just flipped off the fans. <laughs> Sam, yeah. are these individuals in line to make your next segment next week? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, if we can weave in Papelbon, I think he's due. Um, that would be really good. 
I'm so glad that he just kind of fizzled out of the league. There was talk that the Red Sox could re-sign him on like a, you know, a minimum deal. And I was like, ew, no, please don't do that. <laughs> please don't do that. It's the worst. Um, speaking of Bryce Harper, he shaved his beard. Really? Oh, no more Bryce Harper beard. Good. He's over the entire summer. He's hitting like 220. Gets on base a lot, though. And he hits bombs, but God, he's got to do some more shit if he wants his team to win. Yep. We've already talked about that. I think he's quite possibly overrated a little bit, but I don't think he's worth paying $400 million to. Yeah. I guess uh, that'll be, this is going to be a really interesting off season yeah. not to not to jump ahead but no it is it's going to be especially with the way this past one went setting somewhat of a kind of a low value precedent yeah um for what it's worth since shaving harper is over four with a walk Ooh. yep that seems to be par for the course for him this year maybe he should come on the podcast ah, there, you go. there you go we'll we'll reach out to his people yeah, yeah we'll have our interns do it i get the feeling like him and i wouldn't get along Really? Yeah. You have a hard time getting along with some people when they're jerks? <laughs> that would I think never. he doesn't get along with a lot of people. Hey, you stay out of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's do everybody's favorite segment. What do you think, guys? Love it. It's time I'm for... Rapid Fire! I love how short that is. All right. Rapid Fire. Questions all around. Ben, why don't you start us off? All right, so what are the chances? Uh, we kind of did it a little bit earlier, but what are the chances Dodgers are making the World Series? Jimmy, start us off. 10%. Hey, I can take 10%. I'm happy with that, Jimmy. Thank you very much. I have been appeased. Sam, percent 12? 12%. 7 for me. Okay, that's good. All right, Justin's probably more likely on the lower, but I appreciate Sam uh, doing a little bit of ego stroking there, so thank you so much. <laughs> Anytime, bud. Yep. All right. Justin, what you got? Sam, will Bryce Harper grow his beard back out? Absolutely. Jimmy? Yes, but he's going to do something weird like mutton chops before he grows it back in full. <laughs> I hope so. I would gain a lot of respect for him if he did that. Ben? <laughs> He'll do like the Civil War where it's the chops into the mustache. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think he will if for no other reason than, have you seen this guy's chin? It's the chin above the rest. Perfect. <laughs> Mark that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sam, go. Yeah, Justin. Uh, if you had to let your date, your wife date a LA Dodger, whether you rather it be Chase Utley, the Nazi, or Yasiel Puig. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Puig, because of what he can do with his tongue. I'll say it. Uh. Oh my God. He broke the podcast. <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, oh, I'm answering that question. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> well, I, I hate Utley with the fire of a thousand suns. So I guess I have to say Puig. So do Jewish people. <laughs> Christ, y'all. Ben? Ben? Uh, yeah, I don't know um, who I'd rather have Justin's wife date. Mm, fair. Did you guys ever hear, there's like a really weird story about Chase Utley's pregame routine that I've had multiple people tell me independent of one another? No, I don't know anything about He used about to, this. allegedly, this is all alleged, that he would, uh, maybe a couple hours before the game, uh, get into full uniform, get two venti Starbucks coffees, then go into the video room and just watch hardcore pornography. For like an hour, really didn't didn't do anything. Just sat yeah. there drinking coffee, watching hardcore porn. That's, that's a lot of and, coffee, and that's like a really <laughs> weird thing uh, for one person to tell you. It's so much weirder when a second person tells it to you. Yes, the first person to tell you that. Good point, Sam. Yeah. I love that Sam takes issue with the amount of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it's iced coffee or something. Uh, by the way, I regret Googling that because <laughs> someone did like a Photoshop and it was awful. Oh, God. Oh, boy. I bet it was so great the second the second time you heard that because you were probably like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? So this must be true. Were they like, like independent like, sources? This was like seven, eight years ago, but it was both from people who had like 
connections to professional baseball. So they, they seemed more, uh, the, the veracity seemed like it was, it was there. Although I don't know, maybe who, who knows, who knows really. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> unlikely that two people came up with the same rumor though. That's mm-hmm. especially with the venti coffee. That's pretty specific. Yeah. So specific. Okay. Um, all right, Ben, I think you're up for question time. All right, up for discussion. Or is it Jimmy? <laughs> I haven't <laughs> gone yet. Okay, Jimmy, you need to go. Sorry. My questions. Jimmy, what you got? Which current MLB manager would you most want to have mic'd up for an argument with an umpire? Oh, my God. Um, kind of want to hear what Cora would say. It'd be pretty tame. Um, I don't want Showalter. I know that. <laughs> I'd actually like to see hear a Kapler freak out just because it seems like oh, it would yeah. add to the narrative. <laughs> good. That's yeah. It just it kind of sucks because like with challenges, like it it really isn't what it used to be. Right and. When was the uh, when was the Terry Collins one that that leaked out? That was that was twenty sixteen. Okay, so. so they had replay already. When yeah. did they institute replay? Was that twenty fourteen? Sounds like about that. right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, something like that. By the way, I love the notion that of Kapler. If he went up there and argued, he'd probably like give the umpire a protein shake and be like, "Here, this will help your eyesight, <laughs> bro. Bro, you need to go to my website." That's probably what he would say. Something like that. Sam, what does do you it think? have to be? Does it have to be current managers? Because I have by far a favorite past manager. Well, who's your favorite past manager? I would say if I had, I if I wanted to hear him mic'd up, it'd be Ozzy Guillen of the White Sox. <laughs> yeah, yeah, White Sox Guillen. Yes, <laughs> yes, that would be unbelievable. You are correct, sir. Uh, current, probably Joe Madden because he's just he just seems so polite, and I want to see him try and navigate that shit without getting hot. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't argue a ton, I don't think, though. Sound logic, I think. I feel like there's somebody we're missing here. They would be- I kind of think Terry Francona would be a good one. Because oh, like he's yeah. pretty even keel, but when he gets mad, yeah, he man. gets mad. Yeah, he does. He doesn't have the like ferocity that he used to, though, like when, in, in his earlier days in Boston. Uh, or when he coached MJ. Uh, but uh, he just... It's because of all the back pills and things like that that he's had to, and all the knee surgeries and crap that he, he that dude is like in the worst health I've ever seen of any like <laughs> past player that only played for like three years, something like that. He didn't play for very long. It's ridiculous. All right, Ben, question, go. All right, here we go. This is a topic for discussion. What type of animal would make the best baseball player? Ooh, mm. gorilla. Kangaroo, but it's got a fucking pouch. <laughs> How can you not win? I'm a big Roo guy as well, so I, I, you know, I'm always voting for the kangaroo. But uh, I'm, I'm with Gorilla on this, guys. Actually, no, I agree with the kangaroo because think about it. He can hop base to base. He's got to get a 90 foot hop. It's got to be a big one, you know. Yeah, but how's he gonna hit the ball, Justin? He's got arms. <laughs> We'll give okay, him some steroids. Seriously, Google the picture of a kangaroo and look at its fucking arms and chest and tell me that guy couldn't hit a Jimmy Jack. Yeah, he just doesn't have good lateral movement, so I'd pick him off in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> this, this show is ridiculous. This, this company is ludicrous. Um, <laughs> we created a monster. Um, ben, why do you choose Gorilla. What, what? Why do you choose gorilla? I mean, I feel like a gorilla's, you know, humanoid and will basically, you know, you have all the mechanics of, you know, like a man, except just totally jacked. Like if, if a gorilla couldn't knock a, a 600 foot home run, plus if he's charging a base path, everyone's just moving out of the way. Yeah, that's true. There's no blocking at the plate there. That's for sure. <laughs> Zero blocking at the plate. Do you remember, Jimmy, remember in the um, the Simpsons episode with baseball? Remember whenever he, uh, whenever they're imagining what the, the magic weapon could be and it's got the dude with the springs on his shoes, he's jumping from base to base? 
Oh, yeah. That's what the kangaroo would do. (laughs) (laughs) Hands down. Wonderful Homer at the Bat reference. Well done. Oh, God. Ben, uh, there's a picture in the chat for you to look at of a kangaroo. Yeah, I just went to go click it, and uh, I'm getting this beautiful error. Invalid size parameters. Too big. That's that's his point. It's a big, big, big roof. All right, my next question. Will the Mets pick up or cut anyone named Jose between now and the trade deadline? Oh, yes. They'll probably somehow cut two and pick up three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sam? Uh, yes, they'll cut one. Okay, which one? Bautista. Okay. Ben? I could see Bautista getting cut. He sucks. I don't know about any other pickups. I mean, you just gotta just gotta read the market. True story. All right, Sam. Next question. Yeah. So, question. Uh, which which team in the MLB do you think has the most fun playing baseball? Ooh. Who's really enjoying it out there? The Brewers. Yeah. They did that uh, Sandlot remake before the season. I predicted that was going to be the thing that took them all the way. You did predict that, didn't you? Yep. Oh, yeah. They're a tale of two halves always, Real though. trap. <laughs> no, yeah, I think the Brewers are having fun. Um, I think the Red Sox are having a decent time. Um, yeah. And I feel like, yeah, that's about, that's about where I'm at. I'd say the Nationals, they're feeling themselves right now. Seems like they're playing well. Max Scherzer pitching out of his mind uh, definitely helps. Wait, Juan Soto with right energy. Do what? Nothing. Sorry. Mine was a terrible joke. I said Juan Soto with all that youthful energy. He's smiling a lot out there. <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. Jimmy, last question. Go for it. Which major leaguer most resembles Snorlax the Pokemon? <laughs> no, no I'm kidding. Kidding. I, uh, this actually was inspired by Ben's story from earlier. What animal would you most want to see set loose on a baseball field? I got one. Hands down. Hyenas. A couple hyenas out there. Hell yeah. (laughs) Are players on the field at this point or just? Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is just mass hysteria, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Ben, what are your thoughts here? No, like if it's just one, it's different. But if it's like multiple of something, you know, and then how many do you get? So like. What if just a horde of bats came out of left field, <laughs> obscuring the stadium's total darkness? Oh, you're talking about playing in Oakland. Yeah, there you go. Okay, got it. Makes sense. Shots fired. Cavernous. Cavernous at best. I would say I'm leaning towards elephants, like a pack of them. <laughs> They'd fuck some shit up for sure. Uh, again, I always side with the Rue, but uh, <laughs> we're not going to... We're not going to take any cheap uh, answers here on the outfielder. Uh, yeah, otherwise, I would have said 2011 Cardinals. Ayo! <laughs> uh, I would say elephants. Just okay. the hysteria. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I kind of think it would be cool to see a giraffe show up. Yeah. And like, if the giraffe had to kind of like slyly climb out of the stands, <laughs> but everybody could tell <laughs> what it was doing. <laughs> Like it's big long legs just slowly yeah. going over the I, outfield. Yeah. I picture like Jeffrey from Toys R Us just looking guilty <laughs> as shit climbing over a wall. That's so stupid. This <laughs> show's been bananas. It's it's incredible. Oh man. All right. Any more questions, Ben? Are you good? I think I got it. I have met my question, Phil. Definitely want to go ahead and thank Jimmy Midtown, West Side, East Side, whatever you want to hail from this time. Thank you so much for being on the pod. We love to have you. And of course, the greatest of all known, Sam Bino's co-host number three. Thank you so much for coming out. Outfielders, grounds crew, we love y'all. Make sure to check us out on social media. We are on the Twitter at Outfielder Pod. We are on Instagram at Outfielder Pod. We are on Facebook, the Outfielder Podcast. Plus, check us out wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Definitely helps us out. And of course, we're a division of Sensibly Loud Media. Stay up there for new blogs, um, you know, podcast, any updates within the Sensibly Loud family. That's going to be your one-stop shop. Thank you all so much. 
Yep, we want to thank everybody for tuning in for episode 27 of the Outfielder Podcast. We would like to thank all of our fans, Sensibly Loud Media, our sponsors, and those with the sharp eye to keep the runners close. Grounds crew, please keep patrolling that outfield, and we'll see you right back here next time on the Outfielder Podcast.